Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Story Seeds Podcast. I am your host, Betsy Bird. This is a podcast. A podcast where imagination rules. Our show puts creative kids and their story ideas at the same table with their favorite authors. And then we sit back and watch what happens when their brains connect and collaborate. There they are Underneath the soil in the sun Where anything can grow It's another day And another seed has just begun To turn into a show When you find the path you didn't know And the story seeds start to grow On story seeds You're in control of your destiny Adventures you design Where your dreams can grow A little more each time On story seeds goes to show if you want to be what you know and a story seed and watch it grow today we bring you a very special story seed that is what well it's about a seed my name is hannah ryerson i am 11 years old and i live in prior lake minnesota My story seed is, a girl and a boy find a magic seed that grows into a plant that sparks whatever they want, on command. They wish for small things. They're not greedy. One day, an evil person steals the plant and uses it for bad things. The girl and the boy learn that there's a twin seed that stops the evil from spreading. They have to travel all over to find the seed. So who, dear listener, would be the perfect author to match with Hannah's story seed? Well, we found someone pretty darn awesome who you just might have heard of. My name is Dan Gutman, and I'm the author of the My Weird School series. Dan loved Hannah's story seed as soon as he heard it. This is a kid I could work with. Our brains kind of work in a similar way. One windy day, Dan and Hannah went on a field trip to get some coffee. Well, neither of them drank coffee, which makes sense, because coffee is gross. But I do like coffee shops. You know why I like coffee shops? One word, treats. Are you familiar with my stuff? I am familiar. Like, have you read, like, the My Weird School series? Or Yes, I have, like, the My Weird Writing Tips you wrote at oh. home. Oh, good. And obviously I forgot to bring it. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, but I forgot it, like, at home at home. In Minnesota. In Minnesota. Yeah, just to interrupt here. Uh, while Dan just had to ride his bike a few blocks uptown to meet Hannah, Hannah flew all the way to New York City in from Minnesota to meet Dan, all right? So she, her parents, and her brother Charlie met Dan at Dear Mama, which is this sun-filled coffee shop on the Columbia University Science Campus in Harlem. Dear Mama has large glass windows, yummy chocolate chip cookies, and warm drinks. Your hot chocolate is delicious. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. Good hot chocolate. But, and this is also very cool, maybe even cooler, Dear Mama is filled with lots of plants. 
and real trees and one tree in particular. So this is a money tree. Her name is Jude. That's the manager of Dear Mama Coffee speaking. Jude is a six-foot-tall tree that grows inside Dear Mama Coffee. Well, Hannah saw the money tree as a lucky sign. This could be the wish-fulfilling tree that could grow from the magic seed in her story. When I saw that tree, I'm like, that's what I want the plant in the story to look like. Yeah, actually, that could work. The tree in Hannah's story could be a money tree. But let me be clear. Money trees do not actually grow money. They are called money trees because they bring good luck and good fortune to their owners. In fact, the name money tree comes from a story from Japan about a poor man who became wealthy when he found the tree and he started selling its seeds, which, for some reason, tastes like peanuts. But I digress. I'm sorry. Uh, We have a story seed to grow here today. The point here is that most times when you have an idea, you usually think about it in your own head. But when you get to talk to someone, say, I don't know, a famous author over hot chocolate, for example, well, what happens? Let's eavesdrop a little bit on Hannah and Dan's conversation and find out. I guess the reason why we're together is because you submitted this incredible story, Seed, and they've matched me up with you to be the perfect author to like help bring your vision to life. And I'll tell you what attracted me to your story seed, which is that the way you wrote it, you wrote it exactly the way I plan out a story. It's almost like each sentence is a chapter in a book, you know? Fun fact, when Dan writes his stories, uh, he's not one of those people who can just like, Open a computer doc and start typing genius words. Uh, that does not work for him. No, 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 no. Instead, he likes to plan things out. He writes an outline. Now, when he packed his backpack for his meeting with Hannah, he brought along a pack of yellow 3x5 index cards and a Frisbee. That's because you should never leave home without your Frisbee, kids. This is very important. Very, very important. Well, then he began by jotting down each sentence of her story seed on a separate note card, along with many other ideas. And by the end of their meeting, the table was covered with index cards, sort of scribbled with his notes. Uh, They were notes on the cards, not on the Frisbee. Don't write on your Frisbee, kids. If you're writing on your Frisbee, you are doing it wrong. A girl and a boy find a magic seed, okay? Yeah. Pretty much just like... What's coming to mind, I think, like, I've had this, like, kind of fantasy with my friend Ella for quite a while that we're just, like, all these things are happening. Of course, none of this would ever happen. Like, we are are rescued from the back of the school bus by my dad's car, and he brings us to the mall, and we are turned loose with credit cards or something. Mm -hmm. And we just keep going to the next mall, next mall. This is just like the fantasy we're having about what would happen if we were rescued from the back of the school bus. And we just keep adding things. And I'm kind of thinking, huh, what if we could get something that like gave us whatever we want? Like there was a one with a, like a, the dandelion wishing flower things. Mm-hmm. What if the wishes actually came true? It would give you whatever you want. And then I was like, huh. Hmm, that could be something. So I started thinking about what if it was a plant that would sprout whatever you wanted. Mm -hmm. 
And so gears started turning and I'm like, that would be a great idea for my story seed because I had to think about it for like a week before I came up with something. You said the magic words, what if? Like all my book ideas come out of that question. My favorite two words, honestly. What if, like what if a kid were to run for president of the United States? Well, I wrote a book called The Kid Who Ran for President. What if a kid were to find the most valuable baseball card in the world? That's almost exactly what you wrote in my weird writing tips, isn't Yes, it? exactly. What if a kid got what the if? chance to take one shot, and if he makes the shot, he wins a million dollars? million dollar shot. What if it, it leads itself to so many great ideas? And, and that's what I try and think of, like a big idea that... After that starts with what if? Yes, exactly. Bingo. So... For me, looking at what you wrote, I said, okay, a girl and a boy find a magic seed. Boom, that's chapter one, okay? We could, we could take that idea and elaborate on it to make the first chapter. And then the next thing you wrote was they take it home and plant it, okay? So that would be chapter two. They take it home, whoops. And plant it and, 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 plant, and maybe it could be first person and they're writing yes. it after. Like, I love first person. Like. Nothing would have happened if we didn't pick up the stupid seed. Right, exactly. Wait a minute, hold on. Maybe it could be alternating chapters between the boy and the girl. Mm, interesting. And it'd be like, I don't know, one of them sees the seed and they're like, we have to take this home, see what it is. I don't know, because maybe the seed looks very interesting. And they're thinking, like, it's a particularly bad time for them because I'm thinking their family would be poor. They need money, they can't afford much, and they'd be thinking, man, I wish we had at least like $10. We don't have much, and I don't know, something like that. And it pops down from the tree and lands on their head. You talk too fast for me, Hannah. Okay. <laughs> My brain is very fast. Oh, that's like, good. Don't get ideas. to be in your 60s, because then your brain slows down and it's a complete mess. So. Okay, you open the book, page one, it says, none of this would have happened if we hadn't picked up the seed. So instantly the reader's intrigued. They want to know what, what happened, why a seed, what's going on? I want to know more. Yeah. So then you could go back and say, okay, well, they're poor and they were bullied and they have old clothes and you could describe, where does this take place anyway? We need a, like a geographic location. Could be anywhere in the world. Could be Minnesota, could be New York City, could be Indonesia, I don't know. I want to say Alaska, but I feel like that's very mean. Why? To the characters. Why? People live in Alaska. I know, but we're saying how they're poor and they don't have much. Tell you what, let's write down Alaska. And the beauty about writing is that you could change everything later. If, you'd, if you're working on the story and Alaska doesn't work, change it to Duluth. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> That's in Minnesota, isn't it? Okay. Yes, it is in Minnesota. <laughs> All right. Okay. So then I would slip this card in somewhere, probably very early on, we'd say, by the way, I live in Juneau or, you know, someplace in Alaska. Okay. So this is sort of like, if you'll excuse the expression, the seeds of chapter one, you know? And then you could end chapter one by saying, and then I was leaning against the tree uh, this tree in my backyard or whatever, and suddenly, what did you say, it fell on your head? And suddenly, something fell on my head. Bingo. But I'm not gonna tell you what it is, 
Okay, fine, I will, but you have to read the, the chapter. next chapter. So. <laughs> you know my stuff, don't you? I do. <laughs> right. So I always like to end each chapter with sort of what is called a cliffhanger because it makes somebody want to turn the page and read the next chapter. That's going to be my job, chapter one. I'm going to write chapter one, and the whole rest of the thing is going to be your responsibility. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, now this is where Hannah flies back home to Minnesota with her family, and Dan Gutman bikes home to his New York City apartment and starts writing. Many authors think and plan before they start writing. And then there's Dan. Dan was so inspired by his meeting with Hannah that he got right to work and finished chapter one of the story the next morning. Hey, Hannah, Dan Gutman here. It was great meeting you yesterday at the cafe. I'm really excited about working with you on our story. I wanted to start on it while it was still fresh in my mind, so I spent this morning writing chapter one. It's coming along really well. You gave me some good ideas. I liked your opening sentence, which really draws the reader in right away. I also liked your idea of making the family poor so that finding a magic seed would be particularly meaningful to the main character. By the way, I'm leaving some blanks in my chapter for you to fill in. I think that will make the story more personal to you, and kids your age will be able to relate to it better. You'll see what I mean when you read it. Anyway, I gotta get back to writing. Say hi to your brother Charlie for me, okay? So long. Huh. Well, that's unexpected. So Dan turned Hannah's story, essentially, into a three-page Mad Lib. Huh. Well, let me give you a little taste of what that sounds like. All right, here we go. <clears throat> My name is Blank, and I'll tell you a little bit about myself. I'm 13 years old, and I'm in blank grade. And when I'm not in school, I like to blank, blank, and blank. And you know what? Well, Hannah filled those blanks in. So, now, here, for the first time ever, making its debut on Podcasts Everywhere, I present the story Hannah Ryerson and Dan Gutman collaborated on, The Magic Scene. See if you can guess the places that Hannah had to fill in. The Magic Seed by Hannah Ryerson and Dan Gutman. Chapter 1. The Beginning. None of this would have happened if I hadn't picked up the magic seed. This story wouldn't exist. You wouldn't be reading it. Everything would have been normal, like it was when I was a little girl and my dad worked on the farm. But I did pick up the magic seed. This story does exist. You are reading it. And nothing will ever be normal again. So you can blame the whole thing on me. Let me back up. My name is Isabel. I'll tell you a little bit about myself. I'm 13 years old, and I'm in seventh grade. When I'm not in school, I like to listen to Green Day, read manga, and research geography. I have two parents and an older brother named Felix, who is in ninth grade. I could tell you a lot about Felix, but I'm not going to. At least not yet. Even though he is the only person who understands my hardships in life. Let's just say the story about me and Felix is, well, complicated. We live in Akiani, a very small town north of Juneau, which is the capital of Alaska. Have you ever been to Alaska? It's very beautiful here, with endless 
tall, sheltering trees and snow-capped mountains. There are moose, deer, and elk running around. We see them all the time. One time, a big black grizzly bear came into our backyard and sat in one of our lawn chairs. It looked just like it owned the place. We were all watching it from the kitchen window and freaking out. I'm too young to die, my brother Felix screamed. He's hilarious. Felix ran into the closet. At first I thought he was going to hide in there, but he came out right away. I thought he was getting his slingshot or a bow and arrow to scare away the bear, but instead he got his camera. He took a picture of the bear sitting there on the porch and it went viral after he posted the picture on Instagram. It got a lot of likes. Anyway, you should come to visit Alaska sometime. You could stay at our house. Hopefully there won't be any bears in the backyard when you come. But I can't make any promises. The only problem living in this little town is that there may be as many bears here as there are people. Without a lot of people around, there aren't a lot of stores and businesses. And when there aren't a lot of stores and businesses, there aren't a lot of jobs. And when there aren't a lot of jobs, there isn't a lot of money. And when there isn't a lot of money, people can't buy a lot of stuff they want, like expensive dolls and nice toys. To be completely honest, it's kind of boring here in Akiani. There's not a whole lot to do. I really don't know if my family is poor. What does poor mean anyway? It's not like I've ever gone to sleep hungry, like I know some kids do. We have stuff, but we don't have a lot of fancy stuff that your family might have. I'm kind of afraid to ask my parents if we're poor because I don't want them to feel bad. It's not like we can't afford to buy those big candy bars when we go to the movies. But some families around here have bigger houses, nicer cars, and more stuff than we do. And some have even less. So I don't know. All I can say is, my life doesn't look like the lives of rich people I see on TV all the time. I mean, Felix and I just wear old clothes and hand-me-down shoes from our cousins who live in Anchorage. Sometimes, I wish my family had enough money to get me a decent birthday present, like a cool bike, or a nice jacket with glittery designs and a fur-lined hoodie. Life would be perfect. Well, nearly perfect. There's this one girl at school who really bothers me. Her name is Carissa, and she's in my class. She's really mean. One time, she took my favorite book and cut it up with scissors. I'll tell you more about Carissa later. I could tell you a lot more stuff about me in Alaska, but I don't want to bore you. I mean, who cares about my favorite ice cream flavor? M&M. Or what I keep in my backpack? Manga. That stuff doesn't matter. Here's the important part. A couple of weeks ago, I was sitting in the backyard reading a book I checked out of the library. There were no bears in the backyard at the time, thank goodness. I was leaning against my favorite tree. The book was called When I Went There. It's about a girl who travels to a magical land called Flora that's filled with feasts and castles. Flora sound like paradise to me. I had just finished chapter six and I stopped to imagine myself in the story. I closed the book and closed my eyes for a moment. I wish that I could live in a wonderful place like Flora 
my life would be amazing. The ground under the tree was a little rough, and I shifted my position to get more comfortable. When I put my right hand on the ground, I felt something small and rough. It was the size of a walnut and had pointed edges like a star. At first I thought it was a bug or something. I peered closer to see what it was. That's when I picked up the magic seed. Let's be honest. I mean, not everyone is like Hannah and wants to write a whole book. But even if you're not, you can still write a story for fun. Pinky swear. Just look at Dan Gunman. He didn't write when he was a kid. Not for pleasure. I mean, you know, when the teacher gave us an assignment, I would do it. And I will say that I always found that writing came naturally to me in school. But I didn't even think about doing it professionally until I finished college. I never took any writing classes in my life. I was a psychology major in college. And uh, I hated psychology. I dropped out of graduate school and I decided, you know, what do I like to do? What do I like to do? And I, I always enjoyed writing letters to my friends. So I just decided to start writing, and that's how I got started. Wait, what? Dan Gutman didn't become a published author until he was a grown-up? That's crazy! I mean, he has written like 80 books. Well, maybe you, like me, have thought that if you became a writer, it was because you were born a writer. And that's certainly not true. That is a myth. Dan's advice to Hannah on how to continue the magic seed is so much fun. You're going to want to follow it, too. So I would advise you, after we leave here today, to think of each sentence in your story seed 
as a chapter, okay? A boy and a girl find a magic seed, chapter one. They take it home and plant it, chapter two. It grows into a plant that sparks whatever they want on command. That's chapter three. They wish for s small things. A, yeah. ca a candy bar. A candy bar they can't afford, a right. toy. That, that's a chapter in itself. They're not greedy. Then, another chapter, one day an evil person steals a plant. That's a chapter. And they use it for bad things. It might be the same chapter. Eventually the girl and boy learn that there's a twin seed that will produce exactly what is needed to get rid of the bad things. The other, that's a chapter. And then, like the conclusion to the story is, they travel the world, or wherever you said that they travel, to they find it. to get this plant back. And by the way, don't feel like you have to have a happy ending to the story. You know, I mean, it's nice to have a happy ending, but it doesn't have to have a happy ending. It could have a, a sad ending. It could have a cliffhanger ending. Cliffhanger ending for a sequel? Yes, <laughs> exactly. That would be cool. Right. Will Hannah write the perfect ending? Will there be a sequel? Will this story ever reach its conclusion? Now that is what I'd call a cliffhanger. It doesn't have to be a cliffhanger for you, though. Inside that noggin of yours, that cranium, that gray matter are stories. Stories just cracking to get written. If you're inspired, pick up a pen now and continue the magic seed. After you've done some writing, give me a call at the Story Seeds hotline at 646-389-5153 and leave a voicemail reading a bit of your story out to me. Or, if you have a great story idea that you're dying to see on a future episode of the Story Seeds podcast, you can tell me about that too. That's 646-389-5153. I'll be waiting. Also, if you're feeling like, ah, why is this ending? You can hop over to our website, www.storyseedspodcast.com, for some behind-the-scenes pictures and fun facts. And while you're there, sign up for the Story Seeds Society. This is really special. As members of our Listener's Kids Club, you will receive some really fun snail mail and more. Check back next week for a bonus episode to hear my interview with Dan Gutman. You'll hear more about how he decided to become an author and get a few more Dan-approved writing tips. Who knows? You could become really famous if you use them. The week after that, Newbery award-winning author of The Night Diary, Vera Hiranandani, meets 10-year-old New Yorker Willa Hatcher Fields to grow a brand new story seed. Make sure you tune in for their new kid at school adventure. And listen, if you enjoyed the Story Seeds podcast, then make sure you subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You'll get our newest episodes the minute they drop. While you're there, we would be really grateful if you would leave us a gold star rating or write us a nice review. It truly helps other kids and families find the show. Story Seeds is a literary safari production. Thank you to Dear Mama Coffee at Columbia University for its support of this episode of the Story Seeds podcast. Grownups, if you mention Story Seeds at the register when paying for your coffee, hot chocolate, or treats, you'll get a 10% discount. This episode was produced by Sonia Nankani and Anjali Soprani. Our scoring, mixing, and sound design is by Anya Jeshik and Matt Boynton of Ultraviolet Audio. Our theme music is composed and performed by Andrew Van Weingarten. Kayla Fedison is our production coordinator. Our field audio was recorded by James Boo. 
thank you to our very special child handler, Amrita Kumar. And I am your host, Betsy Bird. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm really leaving now. Until we meet again, keep growing that imagination. On Story Seeds, you're in control of your destiny. Adventures you design, where your dreams can grow. A little more each time on Story Seeds. So, all you Story Seeds people out there, if you're stuck, if you have writer's block, take my advice. Take a shower.